thing I wanted to, to touch on, and you can put it in however you see fit. <clears throat> I think it was uh, like the last uh, podcast. Now, now, sum it up real quick. It may and may not be that some people thought when I said that, uh, uh, you know, people get on my fucking nerve with the bullshit that I tired that that was directly linked to the people that came in. They had uh, problems. I was trying to make sense with them. I wasn't talking about them. I can see why it could, and then those, so those that know me don't know that's not it, but those that don't know, it's like, man, well, is, is that that? And then it could have been a you know, piece where, like, because down the line when I speak on my own thing, I'm still in the suit, so it's not like it was ever a negative or put down. But, I'm, but my clarification is this. The ones that get my goddamn nerve are these fake-ass busters that talk loud and act all tough and shit, and what I see is weakness. The, 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 uh, we used to, back in the Marine Corps, I'm sorry, we used to call them paper tigers. Um, like from afar, this shit look real. It looks intimidating. And you're like, damn. But then you get close up on it, and the closer you get, it's a drawing. Fake as hell. You know, that, that kind of thing. That's the, and they got big mouth, talk cash shit. And you're just kind of like, okay, what the fuck are you hiding? Those of us that know, you know real strength and you know bullshit when you see it. It's like, man, you like, you, you selling that shit to the wrong person. That, those, those ones I was talking about, you know, and, and they just, like I said, they, 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 they fucking always want to be heard. Like, like they just mouth, mouth, mouth. Talk, 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 they ain't never seen shit. A lot of words and ah, it's like, Okay, it's them. And, and those are the ones <clears throat> that actually bring bad shit on themselves in their life. The ones that I was talking to, those six cats that had problems, it ain't that. It's just it's life. Um, whew, the realities and pressures of life. And when I say how common that is, man, that ain't no fucking joke. Wild D, Wild D, Wild D. I'm the young old dude with the new allergy. Leader of the new school, old mentality. Got the loose Twitter fingers. You following me? Yeah. Over your head, got too much knowledge. Graduated in games, season no something. Outlast today, don't need no nostalgic. I'm over 38, performing like a freshman in college. I'm the youngest old dude you know. Motive with life change, effortless with the flow. Out of boy, oh, you ain't no. This man against time, and this time, time just had to go. Let me vest 20 pounds of haters and run some more. Steadily getting laughed, I stride around goals. Lost it, I'm found it and winning. How I catch a bunch of L's, I quarterback the beginning. Yelling Y-O-D. Yeah, I'm a young old dude. Learn the rules like a pro, taking students to school. Y-O-D. Up in the gym, dropping mad shoes. Still hungry, stay season play mad fool. Y-O-D. Stay on my grind, it's that mastermind. Like wine, I get better with time. Y-O-D. Oh, you ain't heard about me. Got everybody in the city saying Y-O-D. What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Y-O-D podcast. Brought to you by Yon Chronicles. www.yonchronicles.com Be sure to click, subscribe, follow, and share. And don't be shy. Leave us a comment or give us a five-star rating. We greatly appreciate it. Let's dive in as Jean Rubin talks about how Muay Thai, fitness, and 
entrepreneurship on his mind at a young age and how he knew somehow, some way, they would be the very thing that would propel him to a successful life. The YOD Podcast. Let's get it. I remember when I was, um, I want to say 12, I had like a, uh, 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 I don't say epiphany, some kind of awakening or inspiration or something. Hit me big as shit. And I was, uh, I think I was, was I beginning to shave there? I think so, or <laughs> something. And I stopped and I, and I like I was having an internal conversation. I was like, I'm gonna, su- I'm gonna succeed in life somehow, in some way via fitness and martial art. That's gonna be my thing. I'm not shitting you. I, it's, you know, I'm looking in the mirror, and I stop, and I'm like, this, this is what I'm gonna do. And then I like, but how? And I'm like, I have no idea, but I know that's how it's gonna come about. And then something always attracted me to be an entrepreneur then. I was like, I, I, wanna, I wanna run my own thing. I know how to work hard as hell. My dad taught me how to do that. And, and, and I, I know how to listen, follow instruction and whatever. And if I'm put in a position to be responsible for something, that's always come easy too. And I ain't never seeked it. But I end up, you know, because I'm good at it, I'll get assigned it because I can fucking do it. And, uh, right, yeah, whatever. And that's drive, not ambition. It's two different things. And I, I, I knew I loved martial art, and I knew I loved learning. And I knew I loved to work. And I just kept doing that, doing that, doing that, and then went through all this shit in the, the Marines. And in school, I made it a point to take the, uh, the harder classes, and I did, and I took the college prep classes half college prep and half business administration in high school and I had two years of it. And when I graduated, I was, uh, and I still got a plaque somewhere, I was most outstanding business education student. I graduated number one, 877 fucking hours and some old shit. And the computer stuff started back then, but it was data processing, it, it, it called. And in that, I was the only kid, so this is from 80, uh, wait, 84, 85, 85, 86 when I graduated. So during that time, he had to figure out how to build a spaceship. And I was the only one that completed the fucking thing. Believe that. I swear to God. <laughs> you know, it's just inputting information with the, because it was, I'm trying to remember, it's like how you read zeros and ones. Whatever. I mean, that was a long ass time ago, because the iPhone now can process more than like if this whole 2,500 square feet was full of those big ass systems we had back then. But that's how it was in, in the little card and punch holes or whatever the hell it was and stuff. And uh, with filing, bookkeeping, record keeping, um, office management, and, and all that stuff. We went deep into that. And I fucking thrived on it, you know. And, and I had that. And then, you know, and then like I said, I had no scholarships and shit. But the universities, I had to stay there in Alabama. I'm like, oh, I'd be hung on a fucking tree if I stay here. No joke, because I was a, no, that, that, I, Klu Klux Klan didn't like me or my type. I'm going to just say that. So I graduated. I didn't even march because even in my class setting, I felt it because way too many of them was a part of that stuff. And I even remember telling my uh, teacher because affirmative action was a big, big deal back then. And she said, Ruben, we want you at the beta club. I was a smart black kid with the gold shawls, the only black kid that would take the picture, you know, bring that with all these other white kids. I said, I ain't doing it. She said, why not? I said, I'm not going to be your fly in a cup of milk. Oh, Ruben, it ain't like that. I said, ma'am, I'm from Camp Hill, Alabama. I know exactly what it's like here. No. And I didn't do it. I still got all my shit, all of it, right? And uh, so I didn't march. I got my papers, and the next day I was at Paris Island, South Carolina. Ah! 
Because I, I, I'm like, uh-uh, I was not going to make it there. No fucking way. So anyway, so that was kind of a detour. And then go through all this little stuff in the Marines. But deep in my soul, what I wanted as a kid, it never went away. And I kept working on it. So in, in the, uh, the Marines and military period, uh, in the civilian sector, management is what we call leadership. Same thing. Naturally came easy for me. Didn't chase it, got assigned it. And, and always did a great fucking job. And threw myself into it, make sure I understand. And that's dealing with human behavior and people. It's always that right there because somehow we got to come together and get this goddamn job done. Whether you fucking like me or not, got nothing to do with it. Be productive. I could always see through that shit and, and, and get it done. Whether you like me or not, or whether I like you or not. It's like, right, whatever. What the fuck we got to do? You know? So I worked on all of that. And then my, my administrative skills, you know, worked on that. And then got a chance to go on diplomatic duty. And then, you know, a couple of shit tools and stuff, which is dealing with people, emotions, and pressure. And, and, <laughs> really living like hell too but that's your spirit though so it's all over peace and then get through that and then um toward the end I, you know i come back and i'm like you know i start getting better and better and better at what i was doing like i said in the first fucking podcast with the whole line of you know dealing with the guys in uh, uh the european kickboxing champion and then um, you know, training with the Japanese fighters, training with the, the current fighters and shit, doing my uh, smokers amateur boxing at Murphs and this and that. So I was still always on course, a couple of detours, but that, that, that one central beginning, it never went away. It stayed there and it just manifest and it grew and it grew and it grew. And, and I can't remember at what point when it dawned on me um, that I had pretty much all the shit I could eat being a Marine. Now, this, this, is, this is a twist. I fucking love being a Marine. You can kind of tell the way I speak when I talk on it because I, I was a fucking Marine. I was gung-ho as shit, you know, and, and uh, when it's time to deploy, I wasn't the one that looked for excuses. I was always on the fucking manifest. Let's do this shit. Do or die. I don't give a fuck. That's what you, you sign up for. But then somewhere in there when I saw right when I made the selection for gunnery sergeant, and I was like, wait a minute. Because it, it, it dawned on me, I had already been doing a chief's job for eight years already. And, and I remember I saw the fucking list. We were in Saudi Arabia where we had allotment for four sergeants to be meritoriously promoted to staff sergeant. And on paper, I outshined the rest. It was like if they were going to do anything, we had three sergeants. It was shit how it was me and the two under me. And, but due to politics, and that's all I'm going to say, the two under me, they wanted to give it to, but they couldn't give it to them and not give it to me. So none of us got it. I'm like, motherfucker, okay, fine. So I'm working. So I get to this point, and I'm like, hold up. So all these fucking deployments, all some shit, I'm doing the same goddamn painted-ass job I've been doing for eight fucking years. There ain't no extra nothing in it. I'm talking, it's, it's grueling. It's like so fucking stressful, you know, in the job. You got to be smart to be in this job. But then when you're in it, you realize you're smart enough to do other shit. But they're always a critical job, and the Marine Corps never let, they won't release you. It's one of them, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, a fucking seriously pressured job and thankless as shit. So I said, wait a minute. So I put this <laughs> promotion on. I'm still going to do the same fucking job I've already been doing for eight years, no extra pay. And then I looked at the pay chart from staff to gunny at the time. Uh, 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 staff sergeant over 12 years, gunny over 12. The base pay was only like, 
not not the all the little extra shit, but the base pay itself was like $75 difference. I said, hold up, 75 fucking dollars more per month. I'm gonna get paid doing the same sorry ass shit I've been doing. I'm killing myself because I love being a Marine. And, and, and there ain't no getting out of this shit. And I'm like, nah, hell no. I'm better than this. And plus, uh, as the way I talk, you can tell, this is how I talk then. <laughs> Which means I'm not political. I'll be respectful, but I can't tell you what you want to hear. That ain't my job as a staff NCO. My job as a staff NCO in the Marines is to tell who my boss, whoever my bosses are, what they need to know to make the best decision. Well, if you got a glory hound type motherfucker, and I ran into a couple of them, thank God the guys over them I was closer to because we were in uh, 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 shit, desert, shield desert storm. There's a couple of times we thought we were going to die together and shit, so you knew who had balls and who was pussies and shit. And they were higher-ranking high officers <laughs> then over this motherfucker that was over me. And I'm like, okay, this, I'm not going to last long in this fucking gun club, we used to call it. Because the guy was going to ask me to do some shit that I knew that would make us fail the mission. And I said, look, he was amazing. I said, hold up. You know, if we do this, 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 this going to happen. He said, yeah. But you asked me to do it anyway. Better you tell me to do it. Anyway, so I went through it. And I ultimately ended up having to dime him out. And then the, 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 the lieutenant colonel above and sergeant major, they go, what the fuck was this? Meaning that if I had done it, they would say like, God damn it, you know better. Why'd you do it? Well, this motherfucker told me to. Yeah, but you ain't stupid. So anyway, so, so here's the thing. Say I, I put on gunnery sergeant. I run in the same situation. And that's a full bird colonel. I do everything right, respectful, but that motherfucker gonna remember me. Oh, that motherfucking gun. I don't like him because he didn't, he didn't do things the way I want. No, it ain't about that. My job is to advise you. And there are plenty that say, well, no, okay, that's fine, but I'd like to see this. Do you understand? All right, sir. I, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of person. So I knew that I was, and I remember telling my CO before he left because they were begging me to stay and shit. And I'm, I'm not kidding. Because I was really, I was fully combat qualified, like a shit hot fucking Marine. No bad paper at all. They were like, we really want you to stay. I said, I'm telling you, I'll end up in the brig before I get to 20 years. I said, I'm telling you, some fucking colonel or somebody out there going to be like, that, that fucking row. Because I'm not a yes man. I'm not made that way. I'm like, no, no. And I had already started teaching on the side just because I loved doing it. And I started keeping track of what I was doing when I had a contract with the USO at uh, Okinawa. And shit, I was making more money with teaching two classes a week at the USO because they keep track of everything. Like it was all above board. You got to have your license, your insurance, your, 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 your tax paper, every goddamn thing. So they kept track of that shit and then they cut the check at the end of the month or whatever the fuck it was. And I looked at it. I'm like, God damn, hold up. And I am a workaholic, <laughs> you know? And I started looking at it and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna duplicate effort. And then something happened and it, and, and, and it really broke my heart. It, like it, I was just, I had that all, like that saying, I had, I had all the shit I could eat. I had a run in with the, the Sergeant Major I had at the time. And, um, you know, he, he tried to wolf me a little bit, and I'm still a man. And I closed the door, and I was 100% right, and he was 100% wrong. And it's like, you can talk that way. I said, but you know, you ain't whooping my ass. So that ain't happen. So you can talk to me like a man or not. But that's as far as that going to go. And then I pull out an order, and I explain what he was having me do. Was a, it was a full paragraph. It was against Marine Corps order. But yet I did it because he told me to, and I fixed Two major problems in the command. I fixed things, but he gonna give me shit on the way I did it. I'm like, hold up. These two programs were failing. I fixed them, and you gonna bitch about it? And I'm doing something that I ain't supposed to do? 
I was hot. And thank God the one that the the the, the major it was a different major at the time. He overheard the fucking conversation. <laughs> I was I was I, I ain't gonna say I was yelling, but I was talking loud as shit, and he heard <laughs> through the wall. And so I'm like, okay, Stas, so all right, I understand this, because he knew he was in the wrong there. And couldn't get out of it. But like, all right. But I let him get off, and I'm like, hey, I got nuts. I got ball. Uh-uh. Wrong motherfucking person. Okay, 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 all right. So I leave. I step out the door, and <laughs> Major walk right out and go, hey, Stas, so Kimmy. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I knew he heard the conversation. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I am in trouble. He pulled me to the side. He said, Stas, so he said, I'll be there. He said, you know, I write your report. I said, yes, sir. I was like, here you come, thinking in my head. And he said, I had no idea you were doing all that. I said, what? He said, yeah. I said, since I stepped in here, he made me do it right off the bat. And he goes, gotcha. He said, if you have any problem, let me know. I said, for real? He's like, yeah. He said, because that's, that's amazing what you done done. I'm like, thank fucking God. <laughs> I got lucky, though. You know? So, again, this is me doing this shit and running my business. And it just, and I knew it was never going to get better. I'm like, nah, I've outlived this. It's just, it, it, I won't do well if I stay. And so all I did was duplicate effort and this workaholic, uh, high energy, borderline maniac that I am. I, it's just more. And it's just like when I teach you guys Muay Thai or boxing or whatever. If you do learn it, you, you get addicted to it because you learn and like, wait a minute, and then you learn some more shit. Oh hell, then you learn some more shit. There is no end to it. They, they, you, you ain't done learning until you say you're done, which I don't believe in that. So now we back to end then again. I, I fuck that. I, I'm gonna keep polishing my mirror till it crack. How about that? Why yo D? Oh, you ain't heard about me. Got everybody in the city saying Y O D. Thanks for listening to the YOD Podcast. Be sure to log on to www.extremepowergym.com and get all your YOD gear, hats, shirts, and more. www.extremepowergym.com Thanks for listening.